Hey, what's up, everyone? Welcome back to Babylon Talmud. Today we're studying Daf Pei, Daf Eighty, of Masech which is pretty cool because uh, that we're like in the last like I don't know what do we call that? I don't know ten thingy of Masech Yoma because Yoma is eighty-eight Daf, and we're at eighty, so we're in the last like ten thingy of Masech Yoma. So that's cool. Um. Alright, what does today's daf talk about? So we wrap up our discussion of um, the Shir Achila, which is a Kikosevis, and we get into the discussion of a Shtikel, um, the Shir of Shtia, um, discuss different options over there, which is interesting, and then um, wrap up with just kind of some more details about the different Shiurim of uh, Achila, Shtia, Tokidech, Achilas Pras, things like that. So let us begin all the way at the bottom of daf Ayn Tesimud Beis, Tanya, Rabbi Omer, now we're on Peyam with Aleph. Kol ha-shi'urin kulen b'chzayis chutz mitumas ochlin. That in general, when we have shi'ur achilas, the amount, the amount that, uh, you know, the measurement for eating, it's going to be a kezayis, an olive's worth. However, when it comes to tumas ochlin, the impurity imparted foods, who could tell me, no, who could tell me what the shi'ur for tumas ochlin is? Kebeya, of course. That the pasuk is a shtikel different. We're going to see what that means in a minute. The pasuk is a shtikel different by um, um, Tumas Ochlin. And all, right, okay, fine. By Tumas Ochlin. And uh, there, so the pasuk, right, the wording of the pasuk is a little bit different by Tumas Ochlin. And therefore the shear is different. It's not a kazaist, it is, it is a kibetza. And v'ray l'davar yom And the proof, for this, what's this? The proof that, you know, or the sort of um, precedent or what we could rely upon another situation where the Pasuk says something differently and it ends up with a different shear is Yom Kippur. Let's see, what does that mean? Maishina Kosub Mashmo. What does that mean that by Yom Kippur it says something differently? Milo Seune. Well, it doesn't say Lo Sochal. It doesn't say don't eat, even though that's what it means, don't eat. But it says lo seune says something differently. Don't don't afflict yourself. So because the pasuk is written differently, so it also has a different shear. It's not a kezayis. It's a kosevis. So the shear is a kosevis. It's not a kezayis. So we see that by Yom Kippur we have a different wording which is Lo Seune as opposed to Lo Sochal and the Shir is a Kosevis also by Tumas Ochlin which we haven't yet explained what it means that the Pasuk is different by Tumas Ochlin we'll have to get there in a minute but by Tumas Ochlin suffice it to say that the Pasuk is written in a way that uh, is different and the Shi'ur is also different it's a Kibetza it is not a Kazais How come we say that Yom Kippur is sort of the proof Right, meaning if we're saying that we have two cases where the pasuk is written differently and it has a different shiur, how come um, Yom Kippur is sort of the definitive one, and um, you know Tuma is learnt out from there? So the Gemara answers the Hosum, because if the proof would be coming from Tuma, Hava Amina, I would say Orcha Dikrahu. So by Tuma, I would say it's just the regular way to write it. Now, we haven't yet said what the Pasuk is by Tuma. We're about to say that. So let's go weiter for a minute. Tumas Ochlin, Kibeo, Minolon. How do we know that the shear of Tumas Ochlin is the size of an egg? Amr Babo, Amr Abelazar, 
says a babo in the name of Abelazar to Amakra, Mikola Ochel Asheye Ochel. That the Apostle says, Mikola Ochel Asheye Ochel. From any of the food that um, is can be eaten. Ochel Haba Machmas Ochel. So we're talking about food that comes from another food. Veze Zebetzas Tanagolis. And what is food that comes from another food? Uh, the egg of a chicken. Kilu, chicken is food. Lots of people eat chickens. And eggs is food. Lots of people eat eggs. Eggs comes from chickens. So it's food that comes from food. Now, to just go back for a minute. So we had said that it may have had the Havimit to say that we call it Ochel Ochel is just a regular way of saying stuff, right? We also see in the case of uh, of drinks, it says Vichol HaMashke Shoshe. Right, so okay, I may have thought the kol ochel There's nothing special about that, so I would have overlooked it and not thought that we should learn out anything special about a shear from it. So therefore, because of that, we have to bring the proof really from Yom Kippur, where it's clear that lo seune is a strange word because it should have said lo sochal, and it says lo seune, from which we say it's a different word and it's a different shear. Um, so also, when it comes to tumas ochlin, asher lo kol ochel asher. What does it say? Uh, is not just a regular way of saying something rather learn out something special learn out a special um, measurement from there and we're saying that that is to learn out that it is the size of an egg so the Gemara says wait but not so fast why, why are we just so quickly getting away with the claim that an egg is the only thing that is food that comes from food what about a goat a goat Lemaise, I assume, I never had a goat, but I assume that a goat comes from another goat. It doesn't just come from nowhere. Mistomit, it comes from a goat, right? Meaning you have a goat, and a goat gives birth to another goat. So, the a goat is food that comes from food. So, ve'ema gdi, so mechusar shechita. So, the Gemara answer is, well, enachinami. But, a goat needs to be slaughtered. It's not kilu ready to be eaten as is. An egg, you just, uh, uh, I guess technically you have to fry it, but uh, what do you want me to tell you? Lemaise, Lemaise, I'll tell you something. Lemaise, I didn't cook an egg for a year and a half because you had to cook it. And I didn't feel like cooking it, but really, let's be honest, I didn't feel like washing the dishes. Uncle Ponim. Um, where are we? It's lacking shrita. Okay, but apparently that's not as much of an issue with an egg. Maybe you can eat raw eggs. Uh, let's go weiter. But I think we can all agree that cooking an egg is definitely much easier than killing a goat. Mistama. Let's go weiter. Why don't we say that it's talking about if you slaughter a goat and you find in the goat is another goat. Two for the price of one. So it's a kosher, it's kosher. So there you don't have to slaughter it, it's already slaughtered. So tone kriya, yeah, but you still have to tear it out of the animal, which I guess is a thing. Alright? Fine, so if we're saying it has to be an egg, but why does it have to be like an egg of a chicken? Maybe it's an egg of a baryuchni, which is apparently a very large Indian. We say, look, don't uh, get carried away. If you try to uh, uh, take too much, if you try to, you know, hop too much, you end up with nothing. So, so, so therefore, don't, don't, don't get started with baryuchni eggs. Chicken eggs are fine. If you 
if you chop something that's just a good smaller you know acceptable size then that's good if you want I will say the following what no 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 it doesn't say that so why don't we say that it's the egg of a smaller bird it's too small so the mice chicken egg chicken egg chicken egg when it comes to Tumas Ochlin uh, the shear of Tumas Ochlin is a chicken egg Rabbi himself, meaning we just said this, uh, Rabbi Bo, quoting Rabbi Lazar, is Rabbi. As Rashi points out that he was his teacher, which is very interesting. Makes sense. It's very interesting. Um, so Rabbi Bo, a second ago, when he says the egg of a chicken was quoting his Rabbi, Rabbi Lazar, now Rabbi Bo, Rabbi Bo himself says, achas. It's food that you eat in one sort of eating. And the Chachamim have a measure which is that your throat cannot hold more than the um, egg of a chicken. So we see that the egg of a chicken um, is... right. So we say... Right, whoa, I mean, whoa, 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 whoa. Right, the amount of food that you can eat at once, and the maximum you can eat in one sort of, I guess, swallow would be the size of an egg. So therefore, we must be talking about this uh, a uh, chicken egg when it comes to Tumas Ochlin. All right, Givaldig. Nu Sochever. If uh, I ask you what's the shear of eating on Yom Kippur, you'll tell me it's a uh, kosevis. If I ask you what's the shear of Tumas Ochlin, you'll tell me it's a uh, 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 chicken egg. Amr Belazer. Says Rabbi Lazar, somebody who eats chaylev nowadays by accident, so he has to bring a korban chatas, korban chatas, korban oshem, korban chatas, something like that. He's got to bring a korban. So the shear of eating chaylev is a kezayis. Now, nowadays, of course, we don't bring korbanas. So says Rabbi Lazar, if somebody eats forbidden fats by accident nowadays, so yichtov lo shear. He has to write down on a, on a piece of notebook paper how much chaylev he ate. Because maybe another bezdin will come and change the shi'ur. Okay? My yarbe What does it mean that maybe they'll come and change the amount? Meaning, you have to write down how much chaylev you ate just in case they change the amount. What does this mean? Well, if you say, well, maybe the, you know, the Besamikdash will come and Bezdin will say that actually we're going to be more stringent and you're going to have to bring a Korban even if you ate a small Kazayas. You know, we're going to say, we're not, you know, there's different, there's, there's medium-sized olives, large olives, small olives, so you ate a middle-sized olive, but maybe they're going to change the rules and say that, um, no, I'm sorry, you ate a small olive, you ate a small olive, which normally would be okay because it's less than a uh, sort of a middle average olive. So you ate a small olive, but maybe Bezdin's going to decide, you know what, that for small olives, you actually have to bring a Corbin, in which case you're going to be high to bring a Corbin, or at least we want to say for now that. So therefore, even if you eat a small amount of Chelev, write it down. So just in case later on Bezdin changes the amount, uh, you'll know, and therefore you'll know if you have to bring a Corbin or not. Viatanya, but come on, that doesn't make sense. That when it says to, oh good, maybe now we can figure out, if, um, I think it's talking about Korban Chatas. 
So it says by Korban Chathis that if it's something that you do by accident and you realize that you did it by accident, so Ashov Midiyosu may be Korban, Ashigagasu. That Kilu. You know, if you go back to Mesechta Shabbos for a second, right? We said, what's Shogig? Shogig is Kilu. You knew it was Shabbos, but you didn't realize that this thing was Asr. Or you knew that this thing was Asr, but you didn't realize it was Shabbos. Let's say, meaning something that is Asr and you just, you didn't realize that it was Asr and therefore you did it. But lo shabmi the also it may be korban ashigagaso. But if it's something that was mutter, you don't have to bring a korban chatas for it. Meaning, in this case, where at the time that he ate this less than a average kezayis of chelev, there was really nothing wrong with it. He could have done it again because kilu. At the time, we were, we were working with average size olives. He ate less than an average size olive. He didn't do anything wrong at all. If later on Bezdin says that like actually we're changing the shirt to be a smaller olive you, that's not going to affect him because what he did at the time that he did it was not something that you know he would have said oh i did something wrong he didn't do anything wrong at the time so therefore he's going to be part of so therefore it can't be that he has to write down how much he ate just in case they make the shear smaller because he wouldn't have to bring a chatas in that case Ella, no so rather so rather what if they decide that actually you're only going to have to bring a kazai, uh, uh, um, a, a um, korban if you eat a kazai, a large kazayis of chilev. And what it's saying is that, so if a fellow eats a kazayis of chilev, right, like an actual kazayis of chilev, and he wants to write it down, what he should write down is, he should not write down, I'm going to be chayav a korban, because just in case Bezin actually makes the shear to be a larger Kizayis, well then he actually didn't eat this large kezayis worth of chilev. So it'll be part of a korban. So he shouldn't write down that, that he's chay of a korban because he ate a kezayis of chilev. What he should write down is just that he ate a kezayis of chilev. And then, later on, in the event that Bezin says, actually you're only going to be chay if you have a larger kezayis of chilev, then he's going to be potter. But he should keep track of, of, of the fact that he ate chilev, but uh, he, does, he shouldn't write down that he's taka chay of a korban just in case they're going to say that it's taka a larger shear. And that's what it means that... Um, that if somebody eats chilev b'zmanazeh, so shiichtov lo shir, he has to write down the amount shemuyavu bezdin achav yayar b'bishur. And just in case bezdin later on makes the shiur larger, so then he'll be potter from a korban. So he, just, he doesn't write down the ischayv a korban; he just writes down how much chilev he ate. Ulmad desolak adaite meikara dimechayve korban akzayis kotin mayar b'bishurin. And fracti gemara, when we initially said that maybe. What it means is that just in case Bezdin comes later and makes the shear bigger, we wanted to initially define it as being actually making the shear smaller and say you'll be chayav a korban on a smaller kazais. But how does that fit in with the fact that it says that maybe they're going to make the shear bigger? And then you're saying because they might make it smaller, but it said bigger, not smaller. Cheve, you get the kasha, right? So, what it means is not that they're going to make the shear bigger. No, the concern according to the Havamina and the ratio was that they might make the shear smaller, a smaller kazais. But by making it the shear a smaller kazais, and by saying that if you have a smaller kazais of chelev, you're already going to be chayav a korban. Well, then there's going to be more korbanas because more people are going to eat, you know, be chayav a korban because they made the chiyuv um, shear less. So therefore, what it means is shiyar be bishur, and it means that there's going to be more. Korbanos, more korban chatas, is on account of the fact that they made the shear smaller and more people are going to be chayav korban chatas. Rabbi says Rabbi Yochanan that measures and punishments are alochal moshe misinai. Onshin 
What do you mean that punishments are punishments are written in the Torah? There's plenty of punishments written in the Torah. That the measures of onshin, kilu, the measures of, of things that you'll be high punishments for is right, the measurements essentially are that the measures are the taku is the bezdin of Yaivitz. Rashi says, who's Yaivitz? It's Osnil ben Knaz. Alright. That was the brother-in-law of Kalev ben Yifune? Or, or something like that? The son? The brother-in-law? Something like that? Maybe the son? Maybe the brother? Maybe the brother-in-law? Somehow connected to Kalev ben Yifune, I think. Osnil ben Knaz. Sounds like a good guy. Tiknum ve'aksev ela mitzvah she'ein navi rasha lechadish davar me'ato ela shichum v'chazu v'yasum. Let's do that again. Acherim omen bezdino shel yaivitz tiknum. The acherim says that the um, shiurim are not alachol moshe misina. I rather bezdino shel yaivitz establish them. One second, how could it be that the Bezdin of Yaivitz established them? That a Navi is not allowed to add something to the Torah. So how could it be that the Bezdin and Yaivitz, they decided what the Shirim are going to be? So Rather, what it means is that, no, the Taka forgot them. Meaning the Shirim are but then they forgot. Wait, but what are these different measurements for, for different things? Like Kazayas and so Gemara, and we saw it a few times already, Gemara and Erevin, Gemara, in uh, Brachas, I think we saw it. I think we're going to see it in Sukkah as well soon. Akaponim. So, 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 uh, so they, it was Allah Moshim Sina, but then they forgot these amounts. And the Bezdin of Yaivitz um, kind of reminded Amisra. Okay, so now we uh, get into the Shi'ur, the Shi'urim of uh, drinking on Yom Kippur. So, Hashosim Lo Lugmov. So the Mishnah says if somebody eats a cheekful, um, on Yom Kippur, so then he's going to be a chai of Kars. Amr of Yudam Rishmuel, lo melo lugmav mamish ela koshilu yisakenu l'tzad echad v'yeroi kim lo lugmav. You hear that? Let's read that again. It says of Yudah in the name of Shmuel, that lo melo lugmav mamish, doesn't mean that you have to fill up your entire mouth, i.e. both cheekfuls worth of whatever you're drinking. El koshilu yisakenu l'tzad echad, even if you just, it's one cheekful, enough that you could take all the liquid and move it to one side of the mouth, v'yeroi kim lo lugmav, and it'll look like a cheekful, then that's enough. So one cheekful. For anatnam lo lugmav. So frakti gemara, yeah, but it says lo lugmav, which in the right the Mishnah says lo lugmav, not just kiilu kim lo lugmav. It says lo lugmav. I guess the assumption being your entire mouthful. So ema kim lo lugmav. So I'll say it's like lo lugmav. All right, sounds good to me. So like one cheekful. We have a kasha. How much does a fellow need to drink on Yom Kippur in order to be chayiv kars? So Bishame says the amount is a revius. Okay. Because Basil will say it's the uh, cheekful. Rabbiuda says the name of Eliezer, it's like. A cheekful. So, Kilu, the assumption for now, I believe, is that um, Kilu Basil is saying your entire mouthful. 
And Rabbi Yehuda, in the name of Rabbi Eliezer, is saying one cheekful. Rabbi Yehuda ben Becerra, Omer Kedegmiya, whereas Rabbi Yehuda ben Becerra says that it means um, enough to swallow. Enough to swallow. So, 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 um, what's the Shaila? The Shaila is that over here we say the opinion of Basil is Amlalugmav, which is the same thing as it says in our Mishnah. And it must be that the Mlolugmav, and we want to assume that the Mlolugmav of Basilo is an entire mouthful, which means that the Mlolugmav in our Mishnah is also an entire mouthful. I.e., you'll only be chayev uh, for drinking on Yom Kippur once you have an entire mouthful of whatever you're drinking. So the Gemara answers me, Adifu Mimas Nisan, why should the fate of this Mishnah be, or this Brisa, be any different than our Mishnah as well? Our Mishnah said Mlolugmav, we said it means Kim Mlolugmav. So why don't we say also that Beisilel, when they say Mlolugmav, it's also Kim Mlolugmav. So says the Gemara, one second. Well, do Kim Na But then, Ocha, whoa, one second. Let's read that again. Miadifa mi masnisen do Kim Na Kedeshira, Ocha Naim Kedeshira, Yach Yahanu Rabbi Liazer. To which the Gemara says, no, but you can't do that here. You can't just say that when Beisilel says Mlolugmav means Kim Mlolugmav, because guess what? In the same Brisa, that's Rabbi, Eli- Rabbi Eliezer's opinion that Mlolugmav is Kide, uh, Kim Mlolugmav. So it must be that. Rabbi Eliezer is, as he says, Kim Lo Lugmav, and Beis Hillel is regular Milo Lugmav, i.e. a full mouthful, and therefore our Mishnah, when it says Milo Lugmav, must also mean a full mouthful. To which the, the Gemara answers, no. Both Beis Hillel and Rabbi Eliezer are talking about Kim Lo Lugmav, one cheekful, and our Mishnah is also talking about one cheekful. So then what's the nafkamin between Beis Hillel and um, if it's exactly the size of a milolugma, um, that Basil would say, um, no, it can even be sort of a larger amount until you're chayv, you know, a little bit more than milolugma, whereas um, Rabbi Lezer would say you're already chayv even if it's exactly a milolugma. All right, sounds good to me. You hear that, Chayv? If that's the case, Asr of Hoshaya, well, then this is an example of Beis Hillel being more machmer than Beis Shammai. Right? Of course, in general, Beis Hillel is more lenient. But in this case, if we say that Beis Shammai says you're only chayv for drinking on Yom Kippur once you have a revius, just like four ounces or something. So, and, and, and Beis Hillel says you're chayv already once you have a cheekful. So that's, a cheekful is less than a revius. And therefore, Beis Shammai is being more lenient. So it should be listed with the examples of the leniences of Beis Shammai in uh, Masech the Adias. Omerle, so the Gemara answers, Ki itshil ba'ogmel chaboshen itshil. Da'avulei Beis Shammai l'chumra. Give all the good answer. <laughs> okay, sounds kind of magical, but the Gemara answers, well, uh, Beis Hillel is actually talking about the cheekful of Og the giant, the famous giant Og, who obviously had a giant cheek, and therefore a giant cheek can hold a lot more liquid than a revius. So actually, Basil is being more lenient because uh, you're only going to be chayev, um, or at least Og Melech is only going to be chayev for a um, full cheekful. All right, sounds good to me. So now Rebzeir asks the following question. Um, I don't know if I read right. The Havalu Beisham Luchum. So Beisham is actually being more machmer because they have a smaller amount. Maskevler Abzer Abzer asks the Kasha Mashna Achila Dechol Chad Vechad Bikikoseves Mashna Shtia Dechol Chad Vechad Bedide. You hear the Kasha? 
The kasha is, how come when it comes to achila, to eating, there's one amount, the size of a date. I don't care if you're a shmendrik, I don't care if you're ogmel chaboshon, you eat the size of a date, karis. And yet, when it comes to drinking, we have this relative amount. If you're a shmendrik, you, you know, it's the size of your little shmendrik cheek. If you're ogmel chaboshon, so it's the size of your big giant ogmel chaboshon cheek. It's obviously a big difference between those two sizes. So when it comes to eating, it's an objective amount of a date. When it comes to drinking, it is um, relative to the person's cheek. Omale Abai Abai responds to Abzera, which is very interesting. Abzera was older than Abai. Abzera was like Rabba and Rav Yosef's generation, I think. Also, he moved to Eretz Yisrael. So I don't know why Abai, who would have been the next generation, would be responding to Abzera, even you know, and also considering the fact that you know, Mistama once Abai got older, Abzera was probably already in Eretz Yisrael. So it's very interesting. Akuponim. So Abayi says to Abzerah, Kimlu l'Rabbanon b'kikoseves l'bachi meizvadai t'ibatsu merach l'omeizvadai says Abayi, look, what do you want me to tell you? The rabbis in their infinite wisdom said that um, when it comes to food, the size of a date is an objective measure. I don't care if you're Mr. Shmendrik, I don't care if you're Ogmel Chaboshon, you eat the size of a date, you, you have at least what's considered meizvadaita. You have some kind of alleviation of hunger. You might not be satisfied, you might not be full, but you have some kind of alleviation of hunger. Bishtia, however, when it comes to drinking, the rabbis said, it's relative. You know, a cheekful is what is what is uh, you know mesvadaite when it comes to drinking. That if you uh, you know if you have your shmendrik cheekful, that's enough. Whereas ogmel chaboshen needs an ogmel chaboshen cheekful in order for it to be enough. How does that make any sense? That Mr. Shmendrik eats a koseves and uh, he's meis vadaite and also Ogmel Chabashon eats a koseves and he's meis vadaite. Abayi says, what do you want me to tell you? That's what the rabbi said, that when it comes to Eating a koseves is objectively meis vadaite, even if you're ogmel chaboshon miukuli amatuva ogmel chaboshon porta. But okay, I'll, I'll agree that mistame relative, you know, on on the range of 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 uh, hunger alleviation, it's probably going to have a more significant impact on Mr. Smenjik than it will on uh, ogmel chaboshon. Maskiflor ibzera ibzera asakasha baser shaman bikikoseves vululve gifanim bikikoseves. How does it make sense to say that if you eat a, a date's worth of uh, good gishmake fatty meat, even just the sound of it sounds like it's going to make a fellow full, even a, even a date's full, a date worth, and that's the same amount as eating like grape shoots of sorts, which I guess is, is not as satisfying as fatty meat. And therefore, right, so Abzer is saying, I don't understand. A fellow, you know, we're, we're judging a, a, a date's worth of fatty meat in the same way that we judge a date's worth of like grape shoots, which are like pretty light and probably not so satisfying. Omele Abai, Abai says to Abzer, look, the same answer. He says, look, what do you want me to tell you? The rabbi said that it's objective. That um, when you have a koseves, uh, the size of a date is what sort of alleviates your hunger to some degree. 
whether it's fatty meat, whether it is grape shoots. But he says, look, granted, I'll, you know, I'll give it to you that um, the fatty meat is probably going to have a more significant impact than the grape shoots. Now, now Rav asked the following question. He says, look, we know, right, the general amount for a kezai is that you have to eat a bichdei achilas pras. Right, the amount of te- there's a certain amount of time that it takes to eat a, um, you know, half of an eight egg loaf of bread. So, kilo, uh, four eggs worth of bread, that would be, so I guess the general time, the average time that it takes to eat that amount of bread is what's called Kedeachilas Pras. So whenever we have something that, that you have to eat a kazayas of, you have to eat a kazayas of it within the amount of time that it takes to eat, uh, you know, this, this bread. That is four uh, eggs worth of bread. So the amount of time that it takes to eat four eggs worth of bread, you have to consume the kazayas within that time frame in order to be, you know, considered to have eaten a kazayas of whatever thing that we're talking about. So... Rav is asking, when it comes to kezayis, right, so let's say chelev. Uh, so you have to eat a kezayis of chelev within the amount of time that it takes to eat, uh, you know, kedeachilas pras. Correct, Rav, does the same thing apply to the dates on Yom Kippur? That a date, which is a larger amount, we're saying that if you don't manage to consume the entire date within that same time frame that we use for a smaller amount, which is an olive, if you don't manage to eat the entire date's worth, Within Kedeachilas Pras, you're going to be potter from Kares, but that's a leniency because a Kosevis is a larger amount, larger quantity of food. Therefore, you know, you should, the, the, the time frame for it to still be considered having eaten it within a, you know, um, you know, um, appropriate amount of time should be a larger time frame, right? More food. There should be a larger time frame. But we use the same time frame of Achilas Pras, Kedei Achilas Pras. And therefore we're saying that if you don't manage the entire Koseves, Bechdei Achilas Pras, you're going to be part of Mkaris. But for the larger share of a date, shouldn't the time frame be larger? Get the Gemara's Kasha? Om Le'baye, Kim Lulur Abonan, Tibachi Meisvadaite, Betfemi Ochilu Meisvadaite. Abai says again, what do you want me to tell you? The rabbi said that the time frame of Achilas Pras is what's considered Mesvedaite. If a fellow eats uh, this date's worth in larger than Kedei Achilas Pras, he's not going to have proper hunger alleviation that he would be Chayev Karis for. Maskif Rava, Rava asks the following question. Kezai Achilas Pras, Vechatsi Pras Achilas Pras. Rava then asks, one second. So again, a Kezai is, you have Kedei Achilas Pras to eat. But there are situations where there's actually a shear of a Chatsi Pras. Right, that if you eat a chatsi pras of uh, of tummy foods, so half of this four eggs worth of bread, i.e., two eggs worth. So if you eat two eggs worth of tummy food, so then you become tummy to the extent that you're not allowed to eat truma. Right. So if you're a kohen, if you ate um, um, two eggs worth of tummy food, so then you would not be allowed to eat truma. Now, Rav is saying. So I know that when I eat this small amount of an olive, so I have to eat it within Kedei Achilas Pras, but this much larger amount of two eggs worth, I also have to eat within the amount of time that it eats that right, Kedei Achilas Pras? That's it, right? And, and, and if I don't, so I'm not going to be considered tummy? That's a leniency again. Um, the Papa, so the Papa says to, to Rava, Hanach l'tumas gviya t'labda araisi. The Papa says, look, 
The halacha that when you eat tummy foods, you yourself become tummy to the extent that you're not allowed to eat truma is midu abanan. Midu arisen is only one example of a fellow becoming tummy, and that's nivlas of tahor. That if a fellow eats, right, it's that if a fellow eats the carcass of a uh, kosher bird, but it's nivela, okay, it wasn't slaughtered, so then it, it'll make you tummy. That's the only case midu arisen where, where you become tummy from eating tummy foods. And therefore, when we say that if you eat tummy food, then you become tummy to, to the extent that if you're a coin, you're not allowed to eat truma, that's only midr abanan. And therefore, you know, since it's midr abanan, the fact that we're lenient to say that you have to eat all of this food within sort of kadeh chilas pras, and if it takes longer than that, then you're still tower, it's okay to be lenient because it's a dindr abanan. Umi amr rabpapa, meaning the abanan were lenient. Umi amr rabpapa, achiv, does rabpapa really say that this fellow becoming Tomei from eating this food is only with the Rabbanon. But it says, Rabbapa says it from this passage of that do not become Tomei. Teaches that Tumas Gevia is the Oraisa. That eating these things, right, as the puzzle says, Don't become tummy from shratzim, if you, right? And we want to, and Rav Papa wants to say that we learn out from here that if you eat tumma, you become tummy, and that's midoraisa. So how could Rav Papa be responding to Rav and saying, well, tumma's gavia is only midorabanan, therefore the rabbis were mekel and, and, and gave his more lenient share of you, you're only tummy if you eat, uh, the, these two eggs within kedeachilas pras, even though it's sort of a quick amount of time to eat all this food. Relatively speaking, but Rav Papa says, yeah, but you know that's only midr abanan. But Rav Papa says that a fellow eating tuma tummy foods and becoming tummy himself, in or, you know, said he doesn't eat truma. That's taka midr araisa. So midr abanan across machta ba'ama. So the Gemara says no. I mean, interesting answer because we seem to be saying that Rav Papa is saying daraisa, but the Gemara says no, 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 no. Rav Papa doesn't actually mean it's daraisa. It's actually dar abanan. And this pasuk that he's bringing is actually just nasmachta, but it's a dindar abanan. That if you eat tummy foods, you yourself become tummy to the extent if you're a Kohen, you don't eat truma anymore uh, until you become tower. So um, that's Midir Abanan. And this Pasuk of Vinit Mesembam, right, that is Dir Abanan, and it's an Asmachta Bahama. The Pasuk is just an Asmachta. Kola Ochlin. Okay, so we said that all of the different kinds of foods join together in order to create this um, Koseves amount. Um, uh, to be chayiv kars and yom kippur. Amr Papa says, "A Papa achol umtso milchem mitzdarif." A fellow eats meat with salt on it, so the meat and the salt can join together to create the koseves that you will be chayiv for chayiv kars for yom kippur. Vafagad lavachilo he, and even though salt in general alone is not something that you would eat, however, kibn the achli inshe mitzdarifin. But since people eat salt together with meat, so when the salt is together with the meat, um, it'll join together. And um, you uh, to create a kosevas and you'll be chayav karis for eating on Yom Kippur. Amr Rishlakish says Rishlakish. Sir shall gabi yerek if you have some kind of a brine on vegetables. Mitzdarif liki kosevas so the brine can join together with the vegetables to for to to add up to a measure of a date's worth to be chayav karis and Yom Kippur. Liki kosevas be Yom Kippur and pshita. This is obvious that the brine should be included. Ma'udetema mashkehu. Well, I may have had the to say that the brine is considered a mashke. And therefore, we and we know in the Mishnah that Ochlin and Mashkin are not mitzdarif. So therefore, um, I may have thought to say that 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 that, that they would not join together. Kamash Malan Kolach Shuri Ochla Ochlu. 
that it comes to teach us that no, anything that's like achshuri ochlo. What does Rashi say? Mashka ba limatik es ochel ochlo. Right, uh, liquids that come to sweeten up the food are themselves considered food, and therefore the vegetables with the with their brine can join together and create the shear of a um, kosevis for Yom Kippur. Sounds good to me. Omru Rishlakish says Rishlakish. Ha'ochel achila gasa biyom hakipurim potter. That if a fellow eats achila gasa on Yom Kippur, so as Rashi says, for example, if he ate if he ate a lot at the Surah Mavsekes, and he ate plenty at the Surah Mavsekes, and now it's Yom Kippur, and he eats more on Yom Kippur, but he's already full. So he's potter from Karis, because my taima, asher l'su'un eksiv, prat l'mazik. The Pasuk says, look, right, somebody, asher lo t'unes, somebody who does not um, um, afflict himself on Yom Kippur, so then he's chayv Karis. How do you, what do you mean, don't afflict yourself? Well, if you eat, then you're not afflict, uh, afflicting yourself because you're, you, because you're eating, you're not in an uncomfortable situation. However, if you're already full, well then this eating isn't really taking you out of that state of being uncomfortable. Right? Rashi says it very well. What does he say? He says, He's not undoing any sort of discomfort by this eating because he's already full. It's not like he's hungry and now he's eating and, and alleviating his discomfort. He's already full. Right? So therefore he's going to be potter from, uh, from, from cars. Amr of Yirmiya says, Amr of Amr of course we know that if a fellow eats truma by accident, so he has to pay back the amount uh, of truma that he ate, but also he adds on a fifth to it. Now says Rabbi Yirmiya, the name of Rishlakish, that if a czar, so a non-coin, eats truma by accident, but it's achila gasa, he's already full, and he's, and he's eating it, so it's not proper achila, it's achila gasa, mishalim sakarin, so only, he only pays the principal, he doesn't pay the extra, the additional fifth. Because it says that he has to eat. Whereas over here he's not eating, he's already full. So therefore, he's going to be potter from, um, from, from, from paying the Chomesh. Amrib Yirmiya, Amrib Yochanan. says Rabbi Yirmiya in the name of Rabbi Yochanan. As Rashi says, that top Rashi of Peal, anything that you eat in an not written in not in irregular way is called kosis. So meaning, so if you eat um, barley in an irregular way and it's truma, so uh, so again you pay the principal amount, you don't pay the additional fifth. Kiyocha prat lemazik. It says you know if you eat, uh, you have to eat it. Not you know not uh, this sort of damaging, not normal way. Amr of Shazvi. Oh oh, uh, have a um, uh, sort of graphic content warning. Um, if you don't have the stomach for this, um, I I suggest um, listening anyways because then you're gonna miss something. Amr of Shazvi says of Shazvi Amr of Yochanan Zarshabala Shazifin Shel Truma. If you have a fellow who a non-coin who swallows a um, he swallows um, prunes of uh, of of Truma Vikian and then he vomited them out. And then somebody else ate them. You hear that? That's gross, right? He vomited out prunes and someone else ate the prunes. That's nasty. So the first fellow has to pay the principal amount plus the fifth because he ate prunes. So like they're truma, he has to pay Karen and Chomesh. However, the second fellow who ate the vomit, well at that point, 
he basically, well, those prunes at that point, they're already like eaten and vomited and stuff. You can't really do any, like the first guy, as Rashi says, kind of acquired them um, once he ate them. So they're like his and you can use them to like burn or whatever, I guess. So the second fellow who eats the vomit, so he just needs to pay back the first fellow for the value of the vomit that he ate, of the prunes that he ate. Sounds delicious. No, that's not true. It sounds gross. All right, Chavid, that was the uh, pay of Masechta um, Yoma. So the first part of the daf was really just kind of like getting into uh, some details, right? We had the statement of Rebbe that in general, whenever we have a shear of Achila, it's always going to be a Kezayis, the exceptions being Yom Kippur, where it's a Koseves, and um, 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 Tumas Ochlin, where it's a Kebetza. We then saw an interesting machlokas about different shiurim about how much you have to drink on Yom Kippur. We have the opinion of Beis Shammai who says it's a Revius. We have the opinion of Beis Hillel who says it's a uh, cheekful, a one one cheekful. We have the opinion of Abeliezer who also says it's one cheekful, the nafkamina being, um, if it's like a, 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 exactly one cheekful. Beis, uh, Beis, um, Beis Hillel would say you're not high for that. Um, Rabbi would say you are. And then there's the opinion of... Um, who was last opinion? Rebuda ben Becerra, who says the amount to swallow. All right, sounds good to me. Um, then we got into this interesting discussion and all these questions and answers from Abaye about the fact that um, when it comes to achila, when it comes to eating on Yom Kippur, it's an objective amount. It's a kosevis. When it comes to drinking, um, it's sort of a relative amount because it's a cheekful and everybody's cheek is, is different. But we say, look, that's what the rabbis established, that um, when it comes to you know this alleviation of hunger, when it comes to achila, it's going to be a kosevis, full stop, uh, right? A date amount, objectively. And when it comes to uh, drinking, it's going to be the size of your cheek, and that is that. And then we talked about um, foods joining together, and we said that um, you know salt and meat, if they're to, you know if you have salted meat, essentially, so it can combine for the um, size of a date. Also, the brine of uh, of vegetables can join together with the vegetables to create a Koseves, um, if you eat Achila Gasa on Yom Kippur, sort of, right, it's not to alleviate any hunger because you're already full, so then you're actually going to be part of from Karis. Um, all right. Chaveh, that was Daf Pei of Masech Yom. I hope you enjoyed it. Cheers.